You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. That was that was funny. That was funny. He did that to, to us during a, during a show one time. Some of our listeners like emailed like don't ever talk to that Oh, because yeah. yeah. There it goes. There, there could be times when he's loud and you're low. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're here at Deer Camp. Are we? Did you hit record? Are we doing something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Record. We're twenty three seconds. We were laughing. It was too much fun. I had to start it. Um, let's see. All the see. good stuff happened before you hit record. Right. Making fun of Glenn. <laughs> Look at him. How sweaty is he? <laughs> sweaty Glenn. You want some cookies? He looks good. Dude, who made the cookies? Hey. His wife, Morgan. Morgan, Morgan thanks for making cookies. cookies. They're, they're delicious. Yeah, Deer, Deer Camp, Volume 2. We are at us. Drummond Island. Yeah. Would that be considered hot spotting until people were at him? I don't think you're supposed to no, do that. Oh, it doesn't know. matter when this I mean, comes it out. is an island. There you go. We're on I- island. <laughs> <laughs> you have to lower that. Yeah. Please. We're going to lose people real fast. Mm-hmm. So, real quick, let's get through the uh, partners. Yeah, right? we're going to make it quick. Go Wild. Time to go wild.com. Yeah, time to go wild.com. Uh, Check out uh, the new version of uh, of our website, theo2podcast.com. Check out our shop. Click on shop. Our, our, our holler shop is live. Live, live. Check it out. So all of the stuff that that you're looking for on Go Wild, you can also get on our website. Do you want to give a quick background on that just so people understand? Yeah, so Holler Commerce is just uh, a a program that Go Wild has started that that we have the ability to sell the products that we use, the products that Go Wild sells, products that everyone uses. So, yeah, just go to our our website, just like like, uh, any other transaction that you would have on, on, on Go Wild, but you can just run it through vo2podcast.com click on and we'll, we'll highlight like some of the stuff that we like and, and brands that we like and that kind of stuff yeah. but so the, i guess the question when you're sitting there trying to figure out where you're going to buy something from if you like our show and you are going to buy something anyways and you want to support us in some capacity um you can buy it's, it on there the, the catalog on on our website is like what what you would find at go out bass, bass pro shop sorry oh yeah or bass pro it's the same. Hundreds and hundreds of items. Yeah, so tons of stuff. But it, it does, I mean, helps us in a little bit in the long run. So, um, anywho, yeah, so that was a partnership thing there through Go Wild, right? Uh, Half Rack, who's also available on Go Wild. Um, and the O2Podcast.com. And the O2Podcast.com is, uh, if you go to their website, though, Ohio Outdoors 15, save 15%. Yeah, that's right. So, we got all kinds of Half Rack stuff running around this, this cabin. Um Meat lugs. Hopefully, we'll be filling those up. Meat lugs and boon slings. So, as we record this, it's the night before opening day. Night before opener here in the state of Michigan. So it's the night yeah. before opening day. The closing that of grouse. And the closing, closing of grouse. Yeah. It's like Bobby, you're writing Bobby this poem from, from Wicked North. And, yeah, yeah. We, we've been talking about trying to shoot a drum and island grouse for months. Months. And we saw a bunch of them this morning scouting for deer. Didn't see any of them actually grouse hunting. Nope. Not a one. So. No. But. Take two. Anywho. Yep. So, uh, we also, we've got with us is Justin from Blackgate. Yeah, yo. He's here with Royalty. us. Royalty. Royalty King. Man drives Blackgate like. Blackgatehunting.com. Hunting gear, right? Blackgatehunting gear? Blackgatehunting.com. Okay. That's why I got Paul around here. And I, o- I meant to say something when I when I came in. You give me crap for that because yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah, but, I always say Blackgatehunting.com, and then you're like, Blackgate Hunting Products. Like, Dude, well, the name's Blackgate Hunting Products, but it's Blackgatehunting.com. Blackgate Hunting. Gotcha. O2 podcast save ten percent on cameras, which we've got a bunch of our four G lights. Yep, I say it right. It's there. not RG four. Not our four G. We'll get in trouble with trademark for that. Okay, yeah. with RG three. That was back to that whole <laughs> conversation that I was listening to. I went back and listened to that the other day. That's Anyhow, a, that was a good one. That was fun. The um, was so we're gonna de- deploy those cameras hopefully and uh, get some pictures. Dude, love them. Lots of fun stuff up here. Not just not just deer and raccoons. There's there's bigger and badder animals. Dude, we need to get some. We need to get some wolves on them. That'd we be have, sweet. We do. Nests. We got we got we got video 
We need to get some some wolves on the yes. Black Eight. I actually, yeah. I, I have an R4G with me, so yeah, really, yeah. yeah we'll Glenn's got a pack out. of five or four wolves that he. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, just natural born. Glenn, colors. how you feeling, man? You gonna fall Glenn. into the fire pit over there? Glenn's you okay, Glenn? Pack. He's doing all right. Yeah, he is. He's stoking the fire. He's snacking, riding the lightning. Is yeah. that what we're gonna call it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's having a good one. <laughs> he's warming up his knee right now. He's, he's, he's going to get that trick knee warmed up by the fire. Yeah, so he's ready shake to it, shake climb it the tree tomorrow. Someone take a video of that. We'll put that on the podcast. Uh, Instagram. It's That's like pretty. he's pondering. <sighs> Deep in his thought. Midwest Gunworks. Dot com. Check them out. Ohio Outdoors 5. Save yourself 5%. What else? X-Vision. Oh, Got some X Vision stuff sitting around here. Glenn, Glenn and I were playing around with one of those X Vision thermals last night or this morning. You could put your hand. Is that what you guys like, were doing? Yes. You could put your hand you on the fireplace, like the rocks on the fireplace here, <laughs> and you could see your handprint. Like, yeah, they're so they're so cool, man. <laughs> oh, yes. Timber Ninja. Oh man, the code is Ohio. We'll get you free shipping, but ready to. Put that ledge to Tim, work yeah. tomorrow. Timber Ninja plays into uh, our story today. It does. Quite a bit. It does. So, so. the episode that we're going to recap, though, is... It's uh, going to be a quick, quick intro. we got stuff to do. Yeah, quick intro. But the uh, we're talking to Paul Campbell, the greatest deer slayer in all of Stop the O2 it. podcast Ooh. community. Stop it. The uh, Paul will give us a story here about... Um, Big buck. Big, Big buck, buck I killed. Down, man. Yeah, November 4th, 5th, November, last Saturday. That was, so, that was awesome. Yeah, um, we'll get there. The, Check out that. the website. Yeah. Yeah, it's on there. Uh, let's see, some news information. ODNR to celebrate Native American Heritage Month with some special programming. You can find out more information about that at ohiodnr.gov. Uh, our friends over at the BHA are doing their pint night. Big, big event. Big event. Yeah. So it's pint night in Cleveland at Butcher and Brewer. Yep, what's it called Butcher and Brewer. And uh, they're going to do meat eater trivia, and I believe the winner. So you'll be able to participate at this uh, pint night event, but the winner gets to go on and actually participate in trivia at the meat eater live event that's December thirteenth. Yeah, that's right? pretty cool. So the you going to go to that, Justin? Uh, I think I might because they were at the BHA event. Yeah. And Conion. Yeah. That's where we learned about mm-hmm. them. Well, yeah. at least where I learned about them, yeah. So we got the, the Ohio BHA chapter Saturday, November 25th, same day as the game. Suck it, Glenn. Shuck it long and, and suck, suck it, it hard. hard. Trebek, see, like, tri- you see that? That's yeah. connection right there with some trivia. Yeah, you sign-stealing youper bastards. Glenn's a <laughs> sign-stealing. Jim, Jim Harbaugh. We could, we could make fun of him all day. Yep. We can do that here. It's safe space. Um. 6 p.m. it says. And, uh, it's going to be a great event. Check out Ohio. Or just Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and then click on events. You'll see it. Yep. Check out the Facebook page, Instagram page. If you need more information, hit us up. We'll get you pointing in the right direction. So thanks to those guys, Henry and Tony, and we're on the board for putting that Jameson. Yep. ODNR to celebrate the H2 Ohio Wetland Project along the Mohican River watershed. So I was just a Mohican River watershed uh, over the weekend. You were. Let's see. This is the, probably the one that we always are looking for that I just got. So we've got some numbers on harvest so far this year for the state of Ohio. Now, this is going to be through Sunday, November 5th. This show will release on, what, like the 16th? So it's a little bit behind, and I'm sure a lot of deer went down during the rut. But uh, our archery hunters have taken 51,360 deer through Sunday, November 5th. Okay. Um, the average bow harvest for the first weekend of November over the past three years was 50,939. Uh, so boom, 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 boom. That's the average over three years. Last year, we had only taken 48,577. So numbers are up from last year by about 3,000 deer. And we're above the average for the past three years. Does it have the top three counties in there? Oh, we got top ten counties. Top ten counties? All right. Number ten, Carroll. No. Number nine, Guernsey. Okay. Number eight, Muskingum. 
surprising. You guys are normally higher. Pick yeah. it up. Pick it up. I don't know what number we're at, but Nanox. Seven. Seven. Six, old licking. Oh, there we go. What? Licking. Count. Licking. That's where we live. We live in Licking County. Old licking? Yeah, we account for three of those deer. Actually, I don't know if yours was in there yet, but um, Trumbull, Ashtabula. What county are you in? Uh, I'm in Summit, but property's up there in Ashtabula. Okay. Okay, Ashtabula's up there. Homes. Number two, Tuscarawas. Oh, man. Yeah, which, keep going. Which means number one is. Of course. Coshocton. Coshocton. Always. Dear, dear Bobby. Always. Every year, man. Coshocton County, number one county in the state of Ohio. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some deer killing maniacs. Yeah, but they're, they're big down there, man. They are. Big deer. There's really some big nice deer, deer down there. Really? So, so Tuscarawas County, we have to say, terrible tragedy in, in our home county. Today. In, in Lincoln County today. Today. Seven kids so far have died in that accident. Fifteen kids hurt. I mean, it's just terrible, man. So we, you know. Was it a school bus, right? It was a school bus, yeah. School bus and a semi-crash. Uh, uh, Tuscaroras High School. Tusky Valley, I believe, is the name of the high school. So, you know, yeah. Tragic. Tragic. We hate hearing that. So our hearts yeah. go out to you guys. So. Absolutely. Um, back to the deer numbers. The uh, So through so far this year of the harvest, it's like 25,908 with our antlered, 25,452 antler list, so we're about 50-50 on that. I don't know, there's some more more numbers uh, in here, but yep, ohiodnr.gov for that. And I think that's all I got on, on the news side of things. Anything else, Paul, that you can think of? Sorry, I'm eating a cookie. Come on, I Paul. thought, you know, I you'd think that, I'd be yeah. more professional about this. He saw me. Cookie, he saw me doing face. this. Um, Bobby, why don't you talk about Wicked North? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, throw me under the what bus. Do you, yeah, <laughs> what do you want to know? What is it? I love them. The kill kits, man. <laughs> yeah. We talk about them. I use them during turkey season, the turkey kill kits. Love them. Everything that you need to clean an animal, tag an animal, process an animal. we got meat bags. Meat bags. Oh, and one nice little... Package. They're legit, man. Yeah. They're super handy for turkey hunting. For turkey hunting, yeah. for oh, deer yeah. hunting, yeah, the for head bags in the got woods. Blood containment in there, so it keeps yeah. all the blood off of you, off your vehicle, your gear, and whatnot. Yeah, and we're uh, actually um, um, our our um, big game kit. Um, we're going to make a 2.0 version, so we're adding a couple of fun things into that for nice. next year too. Good deal, man. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see it, and some pretty cool. Lifestyle gear. We can yeah, we've got some swag and hats and shirts, hoodies, stickers, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. A door just opened on its own. It's yeah. some weird stuff going it's on. It's really weird. If you guys haven't watched the movie Escanaba into Moonlight, it's that. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. It's what that. else we got? I think we're done. I think we're done. What's, we're Justin, you guys doing? Don't... What's Justin doing? You talk about Blackgate? <laughs> you went out today. You I sat. Did. You sat in the woods for a second with your yeah. archery equipment. Yeah. Tried to get a little bit in uh, before gun opener yes, or tomorrow. And, and you just came from Illinois? Yeah. It was pretty hot. Wasn't uh, wasn't a great, I mean, it was a fun time, but didn't. Uh, I ended up not tagging anything. But So I figured, you know, get here before or get out in the woods before we hit gun opener. Illinois, um, too, land of the giants. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. there were some big deer down there, man. Um, just where I was at. I thought the a, Giants were from New York. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but where I was at down there in you Illinois, the, <laughs> the sizing, right? So there was a minimum restriction where I was at. So mm-hmm. ended up not getting anything. But um, went out today, though. Did you see some deer? Yeah. In Illinois? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Tons of deer. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's the biggest deer I've seen ever. Like, I could kill, and I got a pass. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> because of the distance. Uh, no, just because of the uh, oh, restrictions, restrictions <coughs> that, that where I was at. Yeah. On that property. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yep, yep, yep. They like to grow big deer down there. So, mm-hmm. And then today, went out, hung up in a tree for a little bit, and uh, seen a couple, two spikes and uh, a doe, so it was good. It's always that, fun seeing. Know, on public. Yeah. And your first Great. time here, right? Yeah, first time up in Michigan. And I know you you had a tough time when you pulled in like I did when I pulled in last year because as you pull into this 
area with the cabins and stuff, there's just like resident deer hanging out. And I mean, there, there's there's a deer there's right outside the, the window at eating, the moment eating, eating. apples. Yeah. Well, actually, it was standing back there waiting for Paul. Yeah, like she to saw, feed it something. She yeah. saw Paul get up and she thought, "Well, here comes my yeah. job." Yeah. And, and when I up. showed yeah. up, actually, you had to leave her to come get me at the gate because yeah. Bobby and I threw yeah, her we apples. were throwing her carrots and yeah. apples, and <laughs> she ran she, at it like a dog to a tennis ball. She would probably come in this door. Let her in. The deer up here absolutely like unbelievable. Yeah, the doe. In the residential area, mm-hmm. yeah. I can say for a fact that the deer in the woods are not like that. No, they're not. No, no. they're no. half the size. <laughs> half the size I, and I tried super to do that skittish. Here. Yeah, throwing half you know. <laughs> but it didn't work. Oh man, so I'm ready. Well, I'm ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be hell, hell of a time. Oh, yeah. So we'll record so. another one here as the week goes on, and yeah. hopefully we've got some success to get back to, and yeah. Go from there. So, uh, I hope everybody enjoys the show this week. Uh, the.o2.podcast on Instagram, o2podcast on Go Wild, the02podcast.com. If you want to leave us reviews, click on shop, check out the new holler shop, anything that you need to buy. We haven't had a review in a long check time. That would be really cool. That would be cool. Somebody wants to throw a review everybody up there. Everybody wins with reviews. Always. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. So, well, I mean, you can get skating reviews, but you can keep those yourself. So, anyways, uh, good luck, everybody, if you're out in the woods. And we'll talk to you next week. Let's go. You have a big weekend. I got a big weekend. My, my turkey friend. I know. Got his little, got his, got his rut sash. It looks so good. I what day? What day was it that I texted the? We have a, a go wild group chat. Bonner stabilizers incorporated. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say that. I think it was like maybe Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I was like, did you guys realize that rut stash is a thing? So are we doing this? Jacob had one fired up. Derek always has one fired always. up. Brad said he couldn't. He, he popped one out yesterday, rut stash. Yeah. It was great. Guess what I, guess what I will not be doing? Rut stash. Rut stash. I don't know, man. No. Do it. Nope. 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 So, so I, I, I thought, like, so, so I shaved my beard off. For those of you listening, into the rut stash, and the first day, like I just sent like just those. I was sending these stupid videos, updates, rut stash updates to the to the group text, and they're not meant for social media. You're never going to see them, right? But they were they were funny. They're just dumb, and uh, it worked, man. Old rut stash worked. Where where we want to start with this story? I mean, let's go back from the beginning. All right. So so you were. Produced from your mother's loins. Yes, um, loins came out forty-one years ago. Came out a turkey hunter. No, the uh, <laughs> going in the season. So everybody knows, you, you know, this. And you said it in your post the other day. This isn't your first passion, and that's fine. Um, you know, but you, you've you've embraced it lately. Uh, you blame man. me for some of it. I do, but I've texted you a couple times. Like months, you've ruined me, man. You've been a public land hunter for my entire hunting career. You, correct. And uh, I don't know. I guess technically this was private land, but it was the. Uh, it's open to so the the landowner lets other people hunt on his property. He's got like a substantial amount of land, right, in, and, in Licking County, and so he allows other people to hunt. The, so I'm not the only person that has access to this chunk of property. And so there's there's multiple parcels to this property, and. Just so when I get access to it, I started to notice that people, the other folks that like to hunt it, were accessing the the area with hardwoods, right? That's and so the, where I've been hunting all year was this huge ag field, beans. It's half beans, half corn, and then there's a strip of woods all the way around it, and it borders on on the. So I guess it would be on the western or the eastern edge of this property is a ridge. And the ridge goes up, and it's all other properties, other parcels that no one, ha- I don't, you know, I don't have access to it. And so, um, not a lot of woods on this property. So there's a little tiny, like bog in the middle of it, just scrubby trees, tons of bedding area. Learn that. Uh, and then there's like just like a like is that a, that area is probably not farmable. It's not. Yeah, that's not farm. There's like a little dr- a ditch that runs through the middle of this property. Um. And then, and then there was, um, sorry, I thought I saw a deer walking through your backyard. I, I might have, I don't know. Keep an eye out on it. So there's a little ditch that runs through, um, dude, there's a deer out there. 
Like, was it where? Like far out? No. Okay. I guess it's those damn. It's that damn frilly grass, whatever the hell it is. Okay. Don't cut this out. This is fun. <laughs> We're recording so, from my kitchen table. Yeah. Today. From, yeah. From your kitchen table. So, 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 like the first. So yeah. So there's this ditch that runs through, and it's an old like bog, like peat bog. Beautiful, beautiful soil, man. Like yeah. some of the best soil. It's like. The first time I walk out there, I, like, pick a handful up and smell it. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just, it's just the best dirt you can ask to grow crops on. And so there's these two little spots on this property. This, prop, this, this field is, I think it's, like, 125 acres, right? And so there's these two little, like, like brushy area. There are some, like, like, it's funny because in these areas, there's either, like, four-foot cottonwoods or, like, the tiniest little scrubby, brushy trees possible. And so there's this there's this ditch that runs all the way down the one property, and the ditch is probably like four foot deep all the way up to like eight foot, you know, two feet above my head. And so when I the first time I walk in there, it's you just scrape, rub, scrape, rub. Every fifteen feet, there's a scrape and a rub. And keep in mind, like this ditch, these trees. What? You find it on here, so I can look at it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Spartan Forge. So I don't know. You have to zoom out. Um, I just want to look at it while you're talking. Can I just send you an Onyx, man? Be super uh, nice. Yeah, or I'll send you the. Um, I'll send you the coordinates. There you go. I'll just text it to you. Um. So there's, dude. There's like, the first time I walk out there, I'm like, man, there's sign freaking everywhere. Um. But there's nowhere, there's nowhere good to, like, in my mind, there's nowhere good to, to set up. And so I, uh, I set, I set some sticks on like the hardwood, you know, land that everyone loves. And I put a camera up. I had permission to set stands and set cameras, um, which fortunately I was one of the few people that, that the landowner gave permission to do that. And so I never hunted, I hunted like opening day, I hunted that, that hardwood area. And I just kept going back to that ag field because I'm like, the corn is up first part of the year. I'm like, dude, there's so much sign there. Like, there's there's a lot of deer here. So the farmer. This is where you shot it. That's where, that's where I was hanging. Yep, that's my saddle. Um, and so the, the, the farmer calls. He, he he knows my wife. They sit on the board together. He So he calls my wife and says, hey, tell Paul that corn's half off. And so I go out that night. And as I'm pulling into to park, he's pulling out in his combine. So we chat for a little bit to go in. In months, I see probably 50 deer. What night was this? This is early. Um, so this was probably like mm, like the third week of October. So okay. like October 20th, we'll just say. Corn's coming off. Prices were high. He wanted to get it out. And um, so I take a shot at a doe. Miss Hirsch came in right behind me. Two fawns. Take a shot at one of the fawns or, the, or one of the other does. And um, Miss... But it was it was cool, man. Like so, I know. Like at that point, I know that I've got the stand location that I picked. So I picked. I'm right at the corner of this little, probably what acre and a half, one acre, um, just pond, wet drainage area with big old cottonwoods all around it. And I find this elm tree, and it's got it's got three branches coming off of it, or three trunks coming off of it. And, and so I'm set. I set up. I set my sticks uh, and platform in this elm tree. And, um, so first day, you know, that, that first hunt rolls through and then, and then I, and I'm, I, I don't hunt much just because of work. And, um, you know, I get out there a couple of more times before November 4th when I shoot this deer. Um, and I start to see like more, like I start to figure out where the deer are coming in, you know, like at, at night when they're coming in, I'm, I've hunted a couple early morning. I start to like, I'm just observing, like, you know, I, you hear real deer hunters, Dan Johnson and Mark, you know, they talk about observation sits all the time. Like I did probably 10 observation sits where I had like absolutely no expectations of shooting a deer. I was just, I just knew that I was in the deer. I knew I'd picked a good spot and I'm, I'm watching how, you know, they're, they're interacting with the land. They're interacting with the wind. And I start to see like a couple of bucks, um, far off, like right at like last light, I see him coming out. And so fast forward to, it would have been the, the day of the rut stash, um, would have been, I, I want to say it was like November 1st. 
Thursday. No, it would have been Thursday, November 2nd. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I'm out in that tree, and I see what I believe is this deer that I shot on Saturday. I see him. He, he comes out. He comes out of the field right at like right at last the last hour of, of shooting light. And he's he is right on a doe. And so I just I it was funny. I, I pull up, I see these these little brown dots coming through the, the cut or the beans. And I, I pull up my binoculars. Beans are on or off? Beans are on. Okay. So and and it's funny because like a small doe, it's fine like they're just barely above the beans. Right. And and so I, I see the I see these dots coming through and I pull my binoculars up. They're probably two hundred and fifty 300 yards away from me and I, and I and I look at the doe first and she's standing up and I look to the other one and this deer is like standing standing like below like his head's down he's feeding and 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 I'm I'm gonna tell you exactly what I said so it's, it's, so this this deer lifts his head up and I'm like holy shit like out loud I mean it like he was um uh Way bigger than like I didn't expect a deer to like that big to pop up. I mean, it, like totally caught me off guard. I'm like, oh my god! And so, you know, I like they start walking towards me, and 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 I've just over hunting, man. Like I've learned that when like when those emotions come, like the shape, I, I just get them out of the way, right? Whether it's deer or turkey, if I've got a while to wait, I just let the I, I let the shakes come, and then when it's game time, like I. I just through experience i've learned to just like shut that off right that's huge and i agree with you because and I, I, one of the games i play is the faster i can find them the better right yeah. it, it's not that like snap judgment yeah. am i going to shoot it am i not going to shoot it where am i going to shoot it at like it gives you time to process how they're moving through yeah and really think about it and i know for me uh going through those motions is, it's huge it is man and like when i was younger i would like i would see like a big deer like okay here we go. And then I wouldn't look at it because I wouldn't want to get nervous. Now that I've gotten older and I've been through it a lot more, like, dude, I watch them the entire time. Right. Because I know that, like, I have time to process all those emotions, all those thoughts. And so I'm thinking, and, and this is where I, I like, you can't ex- teach experience, right? And, and I'm just, like, watching these deer. And I'm like, okay, man, the wind's here. Like, you know, I'm just, like, like playing out, like, what could happen. And it's funny. So in that elm tree that I've, that I've been sitting on all year, there's a spot to my right that's just like this this perfect window window man and I'm just like I keep looking at this spot and I'm like this is where it needs to go down right so and I'm hoping that that you know those deer are gonna you know that doe is just gonna come and bed so I've I've learned that there's that little tiny area in the middle of the field I mean it is smack dab in the middle of the field you can see it's in front of like where um, where I was sitting um, mm-hmm. I've learned that they love to bed in there and then they also come in and they'll bed in the area that, that I'm in. And so I'm thinking like, well, man, if she, if she comes into bed where I'm at, like I'm going to have, I'm, I, I might have a shot at this deer. So they come in and she cuts towards that area in the middle, goes right across the field. And she gets about 40 yards away from that buck. And he, and, and at this point there, I, I don't know, 125, 150 yards away from me. And so he starts to go in there and I'm like, you know what, man, like I'm not, I'm going to treat this like a hen gobbler, right? In my mind. <laughs> Always taking it back yeah. to turkeys. So I'm like, man, I got these rattling antlers from, from Mike DeBold at Proformance that day. I'm like, you know, I'm going to try these out. So I start, like, making – you know, I grunt at this deer, and I and he doesn't – dude, he doesn't even look. And and it was – like, it was pretty windy that day. I mean, like, we're talking, like, 25-mile-an-hour yeah. wind that day. And so, I, I like, he just can't hear it. So I'm like, I'm going to rattle just to see what happens. And he stops and looks at me. And just goes right back to feeding towards that doe. Man, the rattling and grunting and all that kind of stuff, even snort wheeze. Uh, I don't know what to think about that. So, so I, I snort wheezed at him, and he would he would look up, and I could see like the his fur just like bristling, but he he just didn't he didn't care, and so he was going back going back to this doe to this bedding area, and I'm just like I just want to see what can happen at this point. So I'm like rattling like super aggressive. And he turns and, like, starts coming back towards me. I'm like, hell yeah. And then just, dude, they don't get this big by being dumb. The wind was in my face. So he cuts probably 80 yards in front of me, goes all the way across this bean field, which is like, it's like 200 yards across this bean field, hits the wood lot. And I can see him in the woods. He goes down behind me, gets into the wind behind me, and cuts into the field and comes out and stops about 70 yards. He's got the wind in his face. 
and just stands there and looks. So he can see what's going on. So he can see what's going on. And I know at this point, like, he's not coming in. And I am – I just let the shakes come because I'm like, dude, if he if he does come, I got to – I just got to get all this energy out, right? I get all these nerves out. And, dude, my foot's bouncing. I mean, I'm hanging on that saddle. Dude, I'm, like, like death gripping this thing. Just, like, just get it out. And it was so awesome watching him, man. And so he he never he never winded me. I mean that wind was I mean you know it is like dead on to where I'm at, and it's it's kind of taken you know, this path. And he's just he's just like it, if he would have come in, he would have hit it eventually. But like four or five does come into this field, and he turns around. And it's it, at that point like I'm like I'm not doing anything else. I'm just, like I know look, so I know I didn't have a camera out there. Um, it was funny. The, the reason that I didn't have a camera, I was talking to Henry from BHA, and he he sent me a picture of a deer that he was chasing a couple years ago. I two it was a two hundred inch deer, and he never he only had it on camera. He never saw it, and then it just disappeared over the years. You know, it died or someone killed it, and he was like, "Man, I just stopped. I just stopped running cameras because I didn't want to know what was out there." Right? You know, and and so that's kind of like I took that. Like I know that there's deer here. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't like it. Didn't I? Didn't care. I know that like if I was in the right spot, the right time is all going to come together. So that deer, he walks off that day. And I, on that note, like for especially somebody like us, we are not Dan John. We're not. We're not hunting no. booners, no. right? Um, Speak for yourself. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. It, but I think it does ruin you because yeah. if you know there's a bigger one out there, you might pass something that. 99% of the time you're going to take, yeah. right? Yeah. Cause in the back exactly of your mind, right. you're like, I know there's a bigger one out here. Well, yeah, dude, you may never ever see that bigger one. You know, that That's bigger right. one's there because he came, showed up on camera and we'll talk about that on my side of things. Yeah. But like, um, you know, he's at, he's there or he's been through there. It doesn't mean he's anywhere close, right? Yeah. He may never see ever. that. Ever. Yeah. So, and it could totally ruin you. So yeah. I, I, and so, and that's, and I, so I'm, I'm actually glad that I talked to Henry about that because that like solidified, because I was going to like, I, I was going to go put some black gate cameras out there on some of those scrapes. And I, after talking to him, I was like, I don't care, man. Like, I just, I just want to, I just want to hunt, man. I, I, I know that there are deer in this area. I've got a good stand. I know what went, it was funny. I like, I actually skipped a couple of days hunting because that stand, like that location, I need a South wind or a Southwest wind, anything else. Like I, it's not, it's just not going to work. And so fortunately we've had some of those cool, you know, you know we get, you know, those you think a North stream. Northeast wind would work on that? It probably would. It's not what we get, but yeah, yeah. it it yeah, it probably would because I did hunt it one day. It had an east wind because it still left like a huge section of that field where right. they're at, like wide open. But the best is like a dead south wind okay. or southwest wind. Um, which when I hung that stand, it was funny. I was just like, if we get real cold during the rut, like it's and it's all a north northwest wind, like it's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna have to move all of my stuff, you know, uh, which is fine. Um, so that, so that, it was funny that, that day he takes off. And, and so the very next day I come out, I had a couple of days off, um, you know, that I could get out. We had a, like, it was 24 degrees. It was cold. And I, and I texted you, like I, I pull into the parking spot and there are beans on. And then there's dude, I, I, I pull in, there's a, a, a good buck, not him, but a good buck and a doe. They were bed literally 10 feet off of the, off the drive to park. And I pull in, and before I could shut my lights off, I see deer just running. I open my door, and there's freaking does blowing everywhere. And it was a full moon. And so I look down into the cut corn, the, like where I'm going, and dude, there were just deer everywhere. And I told, and I texted you. You were up. I think you were hunting. I was like, dude, I don't even know what to do. I, so I didn't even go out to my stand. I just sat. I, like, I, I got down in that ditch where those rubs are and those scrapes. And I was like, man, if, if there's something in the field, like if I see a buck, I could probably just you know, grunt him in or whatever. But I was like so – I was so nervous about going out to that field and blowing those deer out. Like, I'm, why do it? Because they're not going to come back. And, and you and I were talking about it, and you were like, dude, I'm, I'm going in there every time. You know, and blow them out. Yeah. And because there's going to be more deer. So so f- so that 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 hunt was a, was a waste. And so I took, I took a day off. I had to go to Pennsylvania for work. Um, and so Saturday comes back and I wake up and I'm not feeling good, man. That, that was the first thing. Like I just, I had like some congestion. I just didn't feel good. And, um, but it was like my one day to hunt for, for the weekend. And 
my my wife, God love her, I, I, I told her like these this weekend I'm going to I'm going to hunt. Like it's gonna be the deer hunt's gonna be good. Um do we need to put him outside? I don't Champ Months wants to get in on the on the conversation here. He's being a dick. Uh, <laughs> so so I get up, I go out, beautiful morning, nice and cool, and I I pull in and I open my door get out of my truck and I get there super early. I mean, daylight, like sunrise is like eight Oh two. I get there at six. I've got a five minute walk into the woods. Like I can, like when I park where I park, I can see my truck from my stand. Right. So I do not have, which is a luxury man that I'm not used to. Um, soon. And I just, but I just wanted to get up there because I knew I'm like, man, I'm just gonna blow these deer out. Like after the day before I'm like, there's going to be some nonsense to deal with. So I, I get there and like, I open my door, I, I don't close it. It's still open. And I start walking back to, to the back of my truck to get my stuff out. <laughs> Freaking deer blowing everywhere. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. And I heard multiple deer blowing. I could hear them running through the beans. And, uh, so I just get my stuff loaded up and I, I, I just make it, dude, I take the path of least resistance at this point, you right. know, like there's no, in my mind, there's no reason to. Yeah, because before I would like walk all the way down and come up and, and like use the wind. I'm like, dude, I just blew everything out of here. So I walk right down the grass, right up. I didn't see or hear anything else. I get set up in that stand. Um, and I've been using this pursuit platform, which is, I really like it. It's super light, it's plastic, but like I've got bigger who, feet. Who makes it? Pursuit is okay. the name of it, and and so they're I think they're out of Indiana or something. You can find them on 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 Instagram. They they make it's it's a it's a neat product, um, and but it is like it's funny because I, I I've learned once I got that that I'm like I like to lean, and it's definitely made for like leaning because it's angled, which I love, but I also like to stand up and just kind of reset everything. Well, so I've I've learned throughout all these hunts, like some of these hunts, I've sat for seven or eight hours. And I get out of that thing, and I'm like, oh, man, because I can't stand up in it. And so I learned, like, I took two sticks, and I put them next to that platform. And that's how I just, like, I, I get that tether as close to that tree as I can. And so I, I was thinking about that. I was going in. I'm like, man, by the time, it's like 6 o'clock. By the time daylight gets here, I'm going to have to, like, two hours is about my lean, and then I just got to stand up. And I was like, man, I got it. So it was funny. That morning, I was hugging that tree. I had that, that tether all the way up. So that I was standing on the, on the tree. And so it was like a half moon, not a cloud in the sky. And I mean, within five minutes of being in that tree, I see deer coming in from the other, like, I'm like, eh, months is right. Like there's those deer didn't hear those, you know, those deer blown. I, so I see, I see does coming into the field and, um, it's just dead calm. Just that, you know, that, and, and it was, you know, so I threw some milkweed fluff and it just would hit, man. I'm like, mm, might be all right. And so it's seven, I looked at my phone, it's 7.15, 7.10, 7.15, I can hear, I can hear scraping in the leaves. And I can hear, because there's no noise, there's no road noise. I mean, it's just dead calm. Like, I can hear, I'm like, this is clearly a buck. And I don't know what buck, I, I have no idea what this, right, it, it right, could right. be, I, dude, I've seen this little fork horn a hundred times this year and it could be him. I have no idea. And so it's just working my way. And, and, you know, I've got you know, a half hour or whatever, you know, third, 20 minutes before, before first light or for first shot. And so <clears throat> I see, I see a doe come out, right. I mean, just like brush line. She comes out. I mean, just straight in front of me. And so throughout the year, <clears throat> I, excuse me, I've been, taking yardage markers like on just like one of them that she walked out was this pile of corn stover or whatever that's 26 yards and so she walked out so i knew she was 26 yards because she walked like right around it and i'm like oh man like in my mind i'm like this it's is coming. gonna be sweet <clears throat> yep and so um it was like four minutes later because i looked at my phone it was 719 I see my buck. I see him walk out from that. Like he hit that scrape line all the way down. He walks out and he's like doing that stiff legged walk and he puts his head down and looks at her and dude, she turns around immediately and goes right back. And there's this, this, so there's this bog and then there's this strip of just like real thick brush. And then there's this tree. I don't know what kind of tree it is. All the leaves are off, but it's like 
there's a lot of open space under there. And so they, uh, they go right to that and dude, I could see movement, but like I could hear a ton of noise and I'm pretty sure that he bred that dough and this is 25 yards from me, man. And so I can just see, I can see movement while all this is going on. Cause I'm looking through my binoculars and because it, you know, just absorbs all that light and, um, they sit down, they just do, they, they do their business and they sit down <clears throat> and I can see them. I can see the white on their, on their butts. And then like, I can see their heads moving because there's a lot of brush in between, but I can see, and they're just right there. And so I'm, I'm hanging in that saddle. I've got this big quote unquote shooter buck, 20, 25, 30 yards from me with a doe. And I'm like, I don't have to make this happen. Like this is going to happen. All you have to do is not screw it up. Right. Right. And Sit so still. just, that's it. I, I told myself, I'm like, Sit still. Don't make, don't make noise. I moved one time. It's because I heard something running through the beans, like real close to me. And so like I moved my head um, and it was a rabbit and that's all. And, but it was like, I thought it was like another buck coming in and he was right there, but it was just a rabbit out running around. And so I just looked, I just locked my body, man. And and so I let my tether out a little bit because when I'm up so close to the tree, like I don't, I don't have enough room to move. And so I look and it's finally like, it's finally shooting light and they're still there shooting light. They're still there. And then that doe walks out and I'm like, this is going to be it. But like where, where she's at is on my right side. So it was, it was, it was going to be like a really, really hard shot. Right. And so he finally, he finally comes out and she was working away from me towards that damn little area, man the little bedding area. And so I, this is, this is the point where I'm like, he's, he is obviously like rutted up because he just bred this dough. Like it's, it's time dead calm. I grunt at him. He's about 30 yards and dude, he stops and whips around and is looking at me. And I'm like, Oh boy. At this point, like I am so focused on killing this deer, like the shakes, the emotions gone, dude absolutely gone like you know that feeling i'm like laser focused dude i I wish i could have like a picture of what my face looks like because i have no idea i'm probably look like like an idiot but um i was just dude i was i was zoned in man i'm like i'm I'm killing this deer if i get a chance and he turns around and starts walking away again i'm like you bastard like this deer just like he's he's still still at about 30 still about 30 and he turns around and starts walking and so i say i have this it's a woodhaven intimidator is the call and i take it out and I do, and like, I don't, I'm not a deer hunter, man. I don't know what like aggressive vocalizations. I know like the snort wheeze is aggressive. I thought in my, in my mind, I was like, don't snort wheeze. That seems like a little too, too much. Yeah. So like in the turkey woods, man, like there's, there's too aggressive. There's too much calling. So I'm like, dude, I just need to. So I hit him with these two little. And dude, he whipped around stiff legged full run back. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm like, this is it. Like, so I grab my bow, like, real slow, and I'm watching him. And he's, like, like half running, but he's real stiff. And I'm like, if he comes straight, what am I going to do? Because he's, like, he's in that little that little stretch, like, where he could he could walk. There's a, there's a scrape and a rub. It's funny. It's just popped up in the last week right under, I mean, five feet from my stand. I'm, I'm, so there, he's been in there. I'm like, man, if he comes straight in, what am I going to do? Like, I'm just going to have to let this deer walk in behind me. He's going to smell me when he's that close. Um, but on the corner of that lot that I'm on, I've got these three big cottonwoods. And he comes out, and he, he goes around those cottonwoods, and I drew back because that's like my screen the whole time. Like, I've been able to get away with movement all year because of those trees. And I pull back, and I get anchored, and I'm watching him. I'm, I'm doing this motion for you, but people listening. Um, I, like, I'm anchored, and I'm, and I'm watching him over my string come over. And he's going to go right to that spot that I've been looking at all year. I'm like, this is where a deer needs to die. And he comes in and I stop him. Getting a little, and it was funny. I wish I had video because I felt like it was like, (laughs) it was like one of those because I mean, there was, I was, I was was jacked up, but I wasn't, I was rock steady, man. And dude, I let it, I let it fly. And and it, how far away was he at this point? Dude, 15 yards. Yeah. Yeah, 15 yards, and I heard the impact, and he didn't run. And so I'm like, 
I know that I hit him, and he didn't run, and he he, he kind of like he like jumps up, and as soon as I hit him, he like he's pulling his back leg up, punching, yeah, and he's just like his whole body is like flexing, and I'm like, hell yeah, and so I take my phone out because like I I know that this deer is gonna die, like I know that I just I thought I hit him in the heart, I didn't foreshadowing or a little bit. so I'm, I'm like filming i send that yeah you know, that video to you guys and he walks you know what's rut say didn't go 20 i mean it was probably 23 yards into the beans the blood everywhere and just like full he's passer full pass and let's talk about the the arrow setup so you had yeah. your serious arrows but then yeah. we, you, you switched over to a sever yeah um, I, I i put a sever mechanic. not because yeah not because i just I, i've seen a lot of people have been using those you know, they they did a, like a really good job in the Ashby boat testing, um, which is something that I put a lot of stock into. Like they're well made broadheads and intriguing to me as yeah. well because my biggest complaint on the single bevel stuff is not having a blood trail. Yeah, and Troy Fowler will tell you like dead deer don't run, right? Right. This deer did not run. Like he not not once did he run. No, and. You know, I, so I'm not like, I'm not a proficient archer. So I'm, you know, in my mind, I'm like, if, you know, if, if I can use something like a broadhead that like, that is durable, it's got the hits that heavy, you know, bone threshold, bone threshold and all that. Like, and gives and, you the big, and holes. gives you the big, the big holes. Um, like why not use it? Right. And so I heard a lot of really good things about those broadheads. So I bought, I bought three of them. Um, and I still have my tough heads. In, in my quiver and um but i just wanted that like just for for insurance purposes right because i'm not a good shot at this point i don't i don't think i am but so i i hit him and he and he runs dude and and he's pulling that back leg up and you can see i can just watch it and i'm just losing my mind dude i'm so because i know that this deer is done and i didn't know that it was going to be that fast dude he he topples over in the beans and then there's a video on Instagram and go wild where, where he just, he, he falls over and I, he, from the time that I shot him to the time I watched him, like after I, I took that video, I put my phone away and it was just total silence, man. I was just watching him. Dude. I was absorbing like everything was happening. It was less than two minutes. That deer stopped moving. He yeah. Was, he was dead. The fact that you were uh, cognizant enough to pull your phone out to record that was yeah. amazing. I think yeah, someone else said that too. And I was like, man, I don't know if it was just that I was just like, when when I saw him, like the way that he reacted, like I don't even think he knew that he got shot. Because I knew that I didn't miss. Because dude, I heard it. I mean, it, mm-hmm. dude, because it was so close and that bow was so fast, and I hit him. And so he, I actually hit him back, and he was kind of like when he came in, he quarter quartering away. He was right? quartering away, but I had like he was so close, and I and I was I I had kind of leaned back in my in my saddle. I had such a good angle, it went in. It hit that femoral artery in the rear, went over his intestines, like under his spine or over his spine, um, and then just absolutely decimated. I sent you that picture of his lungs, and it just punched through his lungs. Yeah, and it, I mean, it, dude, it just, it just absolutely just. It, it was went a, the distance on that deer. Oh, it went the distance. So, and I mean, and it was funny because I hit I. You know, if I if I if I hadn't seen him drop and I got that arrow, I'd be like, "Oh man, I like this deer is going to run for a hundred miles because there was fat on it and blood." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, you look up, like, I get I get to the arrow, and there's also a video of that online. Um, there, there's blood everywhere. I mean, I showed you, like, I FaceTimed. It was incredible. I, it was it was insane. Um, but so you know, I I, I watch him fall, man, and and I'm like. I can't believe this happened. I mean, it was like, it was, it was unbelievable, man. And so I, my phone was away. I was just, I was just there. Can I, man. can I just, yeah. You sent the video. Yeah. I got the raw footage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when the, you, when the, you posted it online, I, you put music or whatever over oh, it. I muted it. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's for our group, man. That, <laughs> I have to tell. Go ahead. Cause it's like, there's this, I got, first of all, I was asleep. Yeah. That was um, was a Saturday morning, and I had my kids, and it was like I'm I'm sleeping in this morning, and I get I wake up to Paul's phone call, and I missed it, and then I see the text, and I pull the video up, and it's this deer wobbling and then crashing, and I just like hear, twenty yards from my stand, yeah. I hear the the vocals or the 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 sound on it. He's like, 
Rutstash, baby! Yeah, yeah. the Rutstash! So Rutstash! Yeah, I'd given life to the Rutstash over the week in the videos, talking about it tingling and shit like that. And so I was just like, Rutstash, my... Like, it was just... It was just to, just to, it was so just to cap it off. It, it, was, it, was, it was funny. Um, and, you know, but it was like... So I took that. I took that video, and then like I'm watching him, and then like all of the like humor and like just because I was just man, I was so excited at that moment. But um, it was just I, I don't know, man. I, I've I've learned to like over the years, you kill more stuff, right? Like I, I've learned like my my place in the process of of killing animals and death, right? Like I've become not numb to it, but I've like it's it's bittersweet, man. And if it's not bittersweet for you, um, I like I, I don't know why it's not. Like I, I don't want to like bash him, but but for me it's always bittersweet. And like with turkeys, and you haven't experienced this yet, but when you shoot them and you go up to them, they're flopping, and and you're looking at them, you're holding them. Their heads are like super vibrant, man. Red, white, and blue. There's a ton of color. There's still a little bit of life left in them. And then it like it's in, if you, if you pay attention, if you watch it, like you can watch the life literally just fade out of their heads. The colors don't become as vibrant. There's no blood. Like it just, it just dissipates. And so that's something that I've like come to really appreciate with turkeys. And it, it's like, it's very, like, it's very quick. I mean, right. we're talking like 60 seconds. It's gone. Right. And so like with this, with this deer, I, like I, I, I told you, and I, it was funny. I talked to Justin Ross and he really helped me kind of frame this up in my mind. But, um, Turkey hunting has always been very personal for me and it's more, we're not going to get into it, but it's the, you know, the one thing that like really that I, that I love is like the interactions and I've, and I've gotten to the point where it's just like, I, I'm in love with the process of turkey hunting, right? I'm, I'm in love with like the, the physical part of it, you know, running through the woods and, and the calling and all these things and like the interactions. I love watching the, the turkeys like interact and display and gobble at me. That's what I love about it. And so, like, talking to Justin Ross, you know, like, the, the, the deer that I killed, like, I got to watch him just be a deer. I got to watch – I got to hear him scrape. You know, I was in his bedroom the entire year, and I didn't even really – I didn't know it. I, I saw him the day – two days before, you know. Um, I got to see – you know, I got to see him breed a doe. I got to see him just, like, posture to this doe, and, and, and it all work out for him. I got to, you know, watch him breed. I got to, I got to watch him feed. I got to watch him do all these things. And then I got to, like – I get to interject myself into his day with, with the calling and then the rattling the day before and like, just watch how he works, man. So I had like experience with this deer, every other deer that I've ever shot. It's always like, Oh, there's a deer. Boom. Boom. You know, either with a gun or that's it. There's a deer. I'm going to shoot this deer and that's it. And, and so like this one was, it was like a very personal, intense hunt. You know, it was two of them, two, two of them really close together with the rattling on Thursday and then, and then shooting them on, on Saturday. So, you know, man, I, I like, I, I get it. Why bow hunting is like, people love it. And, you know, like in, in the Turkey world, we talk about doing the right way, you know, hunting turkeys the right way. That's a, a really popular phrase, you know? And, and like, I, I hunted that deer the right way. And I don't mean like the weapon, but I mean, just like, just watching them move around and watching them like be a deer and, and, um, and you played the chess match, right? I played like, the chess match. And you, you didn't just happen to wander into the woods and set up and have deer walk in front of yeah. you. You worked that property. You worked, I mean, from the beginning, you yeah. found it and you got access to it and you saw how other people were hunting it. And the whole the whole puzzle changed my way of Came together, yeah. right? And that's something, um, I think hunting in general, there's different things. Like, I love a good deer drive. But that's not the same game that you're playing, right? Yeah. That's pushing deer up and getting things move and um and deer camp like that. That's that's one way to do it. But when you get the putting the, all these pieces together, um, and having a magical morning like that, man. Yeah. And it was man, it was unbelievable. It was dude. cold enough. It was just yeah. it was perfect. It was, man. It it absolutely was. And and I just I just I told you, I, I sat there for probably forty five minutes to an hour. Just, just watching other deer run around, dude. I kept looking at him and, and just like, just letting it soak in, man. Like, how, like it was awesome. That was an unbelievable morning. And you know, so I, I, I finally climb out of my tree stand with the saddle, and you know, I go up to the arrow first. I want to see what it looked like first off, and it was, it was wild. Like, I during that, you know, that hour sit there, 
I pulled up my binoculars and <clears throat> like, cause I've, I've looked at that spot so many times. It took me less than a, probably five seconds to find that arrow with my binoculars. Yeah. Cause I've just been staring at that spot, like drawing back, you know, fake drawing back, you know, with my hands, you know, practicing like this is it. And the fact that like it happened right there just makes it even better. Right. You know, um, I walked right up to it, you know, and I was just like, man, that's so cool. Um, you know, er, earlier, earlier in the day, um, after I was already in the stand, one of the, one of the property owners or someone, um, you know, across the field up the ridge, I could see, I could see him coming down the ridge, like climbing. I, like I watched him come down the ridge and I watched the red light go up the, up the tree stand. And so I, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure like he could see me in the field. And he was, and so I, I get down and I look to my left and there's another really nice buck and a doe. And this buck is chasing this doe across the, the field. And my wind is going that, they don't even care at this point. And so those deer go up into that ridge and I can hear this guy rattling. So I hope he got, he got on, on one, but, um, so I, so I, I, I just, I didn't need to blood trail him. I just did because why not, man? Right. And so and it, <laughs> it's more fun when you know the result of the, of yeah, the blood man. Trail. Yeah. Cause I, I like from where he was at, I could, I could see his antlers stick. Like I, I that's it, so close he was, but I just followed the blood trail and I was just like, my God. And I didn't take a video of the blood. I mean, I should have, I think, I think I showed you on a FaceTime call, but I was just like, Oh my God, like this is, this is amazing. So I didn't have my phone out. I wanted to like, just, you know, live in that moment, man. Um, I took a video of the arrow and I just walked the blood trail and walked up to him. And, you know, it was, it was cool, man, because, like, all the other deer I've killed, any deer that you kill is good, man. Doesn't matter what the size is. I'm going to be honest with you. It was nice walking up to a really big deer. Yeah. Not going to lie. I was just like, wow. Right. Like, oh, my God. And so I was looking at the, you know, just comparing pictures to all the other deer, you know, in the past. I'm like. Dude, this is wild, man. Like this is like this is a big deer. mature white tail buck. Big tall. Yeah, man. Good mass. I mean, just beautiful. Like and you know, talking to Justin Ross, it was it was neat because I walk up and I'm like, I'm losing my mind, you know. And and talking to Justin, I'm like, dude, there there are guys out there that like like this deer, and he he's right around the one forties. Like wouldn't have shot. Just because he's not big enough, you know? And I'm like, the fact that this deer did all of the things that you could ask in a deer hunt, he did it, like, just makes it awesome. awesome. And the fact that he was, like, big makes it even, like, even crazier. Right, right, so, right, right, right. Um, You know, it's just like, and, and so I, I, you know, I get him out of the beans and, and, um, yeah, like, that that shot, that was the first thing. I'm like, I don't, I, I, I feel like if I would have been using, like, and, and, and who knows, like a single bevel or a muzzy or whatever it is, like, I feel like that expandable, like, I feel like it really helped me out in that situation just because of where, um, you know, like where, like where it, it went in and, and what's wild is I, like, I didn't realize that he was like at that position, you know, um, I didn't realize he was that far out, but I did. I, I, I mean, it worked and it was as ethical and as humane as you could possibly ask for. Yeah. I mean, it was as quick as a rifle shot to the heart, yep. you know? Um, but I, so I, you know, so I get him out and I'm, I'm gutting him. And, uh, dude, I open him up and I don't know if this is cause of like a liver shot or a, um, a, uh, a lung shot, but like I, I open him up and I open like that, you know, zip him up and I, and I get into that like layer, you know, where, um, and all like what's left of his air just comes out and it comes out of his nose. Hmm. And it, so it sounded like, it sounded like he exhaled one last time. He was just like, oh. And dude, it stopped me dead in my tracks. And I just sat there and I just looked at him like, oh man. And just like touched him. It was just one of those like in just that intense moment, man, right, where it's just right. like you just hear the last bit of breath come out of him. Um And that was it, man. Awesome. You know, it was it was I you know, the the landowner I called him and and one of the other guys that I know real well that 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 hunts there, which I didn't know that like we've we've known each other for about two years now. And I, he would always tell me about this place that he hunts out in, you know, Lincoln County. And he, he's a Lincoln County resident. And then I, I realized just through the doctor or the landowner telling me stories that 
he was talking about this because I've heard the same stories from someone else. Right, right, right. And so I, this is, you know, a month or two ago. I call him like, hey, are you going He's like, oh, yeah, man, that place is off. And so I sent him a picture of that of that deer, and, and he was pheasant hunting. He called me, and he's like, oh, my God, man. That's amazing. So Landowner helps. Like, I, I get him drug out a little bit, which um, the Landowner, he's, he's like, like mid-70s. This kind of guy that, like, 40 years ago would have just – Dude picked up a freaking pickup truck by himself, you right. know. So he gets there, and I got this huge deer that I'm trying to get in the back of the truck. And thank God I've lost weight and have like exercised the last couple of years um, because I had I I took my tether or my lineman rope and wrapped around the shoulders, and I'm in the front of the truck, and and the landowner's got the legs, and I'm just like like lifting this up, dude, as hard as I can. And my back and my butt muscles hurt like crazy the next day. Um, but it was it was neat, man. And a couple of days before that, I, I so I you know, get them loaded up and 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 I'm I'm heading out and get some good pictures, some good videos, and that's something that I've never done in the past. But with like, uh, you know, with with TurkeySeason.com, a guy that's been helping us run, he's like, you have to take pictures of stuff, man. He's like, you have to you have to care about it. And so I took some some what I thought were cool videos and pictures of them, and um, so I get them loaded up and. Uh, a couple of days before I'd been out at, at performance archery talking to Mike DeBold and, and I bought those rattling antlers and I asked him, I said, anyone bring any good deer in? He's like, man, people don't bring deer in here anymore. And so he told me, actually he told me about Zach, Zach, hopefully you're listening and Zach, we can get him on. Right. He shot Monster. a freaking pig. Um, he was like, yeah, you know, this, this guy, uh, this guy shot a uh, real nice double dot. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Zach, you listen to the show. He said, like, how do you know? I'm like, I just told you. Like, he right, listened right, to the right. show, man. He sent us the picture. and he and he But he didn't even see that. And he's like, no one brings deer in anymore. So Mike's shop is like maybe a mile from where I turn off of the road to, to go. And so I drove down, and I opened the door, and he's on the phone. And I, I wave him out. I park right in front of him. And he's like, his eyes get real big. He's like, did you get one? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh. And so he comes out, dude, and he had just a big old smile on his right, face, right. man. I hope it made his day, but man, we talked for like ten minutes. Um, so, and then, then my wife, I'm going to throw her under the bus. She, um, she's been running her mouth, dude, about me just being a woodsman and a nature photographer and not killing anything. <laughs> I'm like, dude, how many deer? Like, I, I killed a bunch of deer last year. I killed a bunch of turkeys this year. Like, what do you mean? Right. Like, right. And she, she's just you yeah. know running her mouth, just poking the bear, dude. That's it, man. She just knows how to get under my skin. So she, her and the girls were leaving to go to an event. I'm like. Don't leave. You freaking stay right where you're right. at. This is like this. You're you're looking at this deer, and so she waits, man. And we go there, and, and the girls love it. And there's there's a picture where both of them they're going to a prince's party, <coughs> and so both of them were dressed up in their princess outfits. And 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 the youngest daughter, she she is like, she's got a bloodlust, dude. She's she's going to be a hunter, wild child, wild child. The oldest one doesn't care. Like she sees that deer and she's literally like, bleh, bleh. right. <laughs> and, and, and my, my youngest one, she's, you know, so I've got this deer. She's like, what's behind there. And she like reaches up and lifts the flap of skin out. And the other one, you know, the biggest one's just like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> and, and the youngest one's like trying to put her hand in there. <laughs> I saved the heart for you. And I was like, do you want to see a heart? And she's holding it and it's in a bag and she's like squeezing it. And, um, but man, they were just, they were, they were loving it. Dude, the neighbors saw it came over and then there's a um some of our friends they live a couple houses down they've got a young boy that that i've given him some turkey calls and he's really expressing interest in in hunting and so his dad is like dude will you just take us hunting right, like, right. Just, so so i i, I called them like hey stop by come see this deer because i want his son to see um and he was just like oh my god like he was in love, man. He thought it was Amazing. the coolest thing, yeah. And and it was neat. So I I get him loaded up, and I took him to a place, Ravers Meat Processing, and out in Amity, outside of Fredericktown. Mike the Bold recommended to him, and so I stopped to get gas. And I'm I'm still on all my hunting clothes at this point, dude. Mission accomplished. I don't right, care right. about getting. So I stopped to get gas and get something to drink. And I walk out, and there's this guy. His name's Chris. Lives in Reynoldsburg. Chris, hope you're listening. Um, he's in full Under Armour camo. So I'm like. This guy's been deer hunting. I'm like, you get anything? He's like, oh, yeah, I almost touched a doe out of my ground blind. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, what about you? 
And so it ended up being like, well, dude, since yeah, dude, it ended up being like a huge hunting douche flex. I didn't mean for it to be like <laughs> this much of a flex, but and and so I, I hit the button to lift up the tailgate <laughs> on my Tahoe, and this dude, this buck is right there, dude, and his rack is just huge, and and he's like, oh my god. And so, like, four other people at the gas station all saw this deer, dude. And so they all come running over, and they're looking at the deer. And I'm puffed up at this point. I'm like, I'm just going to, yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, And so I I, I go to the the processor, and there's this guy there, and he comes out, and he's like, did you get one? I'm like, yeah, same thing, dude. I open that door, and he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, help me me get this. I've got him in this jet sled, right? So he helps me pull him out and – and then so that time, like a couple more hunters come up and they're, they've got a buck and it's, it's a good, buck. it's like a real wide six point. Like it was a cool looking deer. And they're like, Oh man, look at that thing. All these guys standing around the taxidermist come out, comes out or not taxidermist. The processor comes like, Oh, there's a big one. And dude, my head couldn't get any bigger. Right, like right. I was, dude, I was loving every minute of it. I'm not going to lie. That was great, man. That's it. Good. <laughs> that's my, that's my 2023 off the schneid. And yeah, now you can just go out and get some does. That's it, man. Yeah, and then we'll Take go to some time off. Yeah, we'll go. We're going to Michigan here, man. Next week. Next this this a week a week from today. Yep. We'll be headed headed north. So good. Well, well, congratulations, my thank friend. You, man. Thank you. Well deserved. I was shitty that you couldn't come out and see this deer. I wanted you to see him in all of his glory. I was like, damn that CrossFit competition. Right. I should have just flexed all over your competition and drove out to the gym. You should have. That would have been, been fabulous. <laughs> I would have loved it. Hang on. Let me hold this weight real quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was just so big, man. And and what was it was funny. Chris J texted me later and was like, dude, great deer, man. And I just like I just he had just seen the the video of him tumbling over. And uh, so I sent him the, the the the. It's actually like the best picture the landowner took it, the head-on picture of me holding him, and he did. He pointed this out to me. He's like, "Dude, I love all the white around his eye." And he's got. Um, he's just got. He does. He's got like a lot of, like more white than normal, around his eyes. Getting it mounted. Oh, absolutely. Good. Ashley's like, "Well, how much is that going to cost?" I'm like, "Don't worry about does it." Does it matter? Yeah. She's like, well, I just want to know. I got a plan. I'm like, okay, like probably like between six hundred and a thousand dollars. I don't know. So, Merry that, Christmas, Paul. Exactly, man. So that's it, man. That's um, great. And so it's funny, man. One of my friends just texted, and he's like, "Did you get that? Did you get that deer? That deer scored?" And so I, I did. I did. I did a little. Um, and this is not like I'm not. So this plus or minus ten, right? I don't. I don't know. But so I, I did all the measurements. And so it was the the gross was one thirty nine and six eighths, and then the um, I guess the final whatever net the net was one thirty seven. That's big. That's zero big, man. It's, That's it's Pope and Young deer. Good deer. I wanted that Buckeye big buck, and but I mean, who knows, man? I mean, I I, tr- I was pretty conservative. I didn't want to like him. he might be bigger. You know, I, I just watched a YouTube video to score this deer. Right. right. So, um, that's it, man. That's that's the story of my. Of my buck and and uh, well, congratulations, my friend. And on, you, on to Michigan. Yep, on to Michigan. So.